Hello, habari, jumbo, all the languages. I'm <laughs> going to try and speak other African languages, Nikakwama. And welcome to Chop Maoni, our next episode. Thank you for being here with us again. I hope you've subscribed to our pages so you can get the notifications on where we are uh, and when our next episode comes out. So we're here today. It's me, Wangari, and... Me, Sophie. How are you? How are you guys? And uh, we're here to chop... Samoni today I'm fe- let me tell you I'm feeling so lethargic I can't I'm hoping I'll have the energy to get through today's <laughs> I episode so I think I, it's because I've been doing this thing the intermittent intermittent fasting yeah. thing uh and it has sucked my energy levels it has sucked my energy out so my energy levels are low um maybe because yeah, I'm not doing it well but is there know. a way to do it well because there's so many versions I've heard about it yeah. I, I don't know I think I think yeah there are different versions yeah. but uh, if you don't maybe if you don't follow us the a regime you yeah. can overdo it or get too weak or whatever it is so, yeah I don't know but uh it's working I've lost a few kgs yeah I just hope today because I broke my fast I don't put them all back um but, uh, oh, and then today when I was coming in I was listening to this new Oh, Jidena, you know Jidena? Yes, of course. It's got a new album. Mm -hmm. What? I've not heard it. It is on fire. Yeah. Uh, It is on fire. (laughs) So that at least gave me a little bit of energy. Okay. But anyway, so today, Sophie, I want to talk about the census. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) I do not want to be counted. But anyway, I know it's important stuff to do. I can't be counted. No person left behind. Yeah. As many of you know, Uh, maybe by the time you listen to this episode, the census would already already been done. Yeah. But right now we are preparing. It's starting today. Preparing mm-hmm. to be counted. Yeah. From today, and I think it's going to continue for about a week. A week? It takes a week. They said it. It's up to a week. Why did so I imagine it was just a night thing? So the today and tomorrow, okay, fourth and twenty fifth August, and then um, I think they said up to a week. Factoring up to a week for I think I don't know things that maybe follow up information or things like they need to follow up on whatever it is. Uh-huh. So um, it's interesting. Um, the last, we're doing it every 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's the time where, uh, you know, we need to be counted. They're going to count us along different parameters uh, so that the country can understand where we are, where we've come from uh, and how we can, you know, organize ourselves based on the demographic information that they find out. I'm not sure what they're going to collect, what kind of information they collect, mm-hmm. but I know ultimately um, the the information that they do collect is going to give us an idea of uh, the political patterns, the economic patterns, social patterns that are happening in the country. And this information is actually quite vital. What do you mean by political patterns? Like political what? patterns. So, for example, they're going to ask us our tribe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're not going to ask us our tribe because, you know, they're trying to you know, be tribalists, tribalistic, yeah. Yeah. but they want to know, you know, the different, the growth patterns of different tribes, uh-huh. where different tribes are located. And even, you know, in, in the era, these in Kenya, we need to, we are having, we're trying to get more diverse yeah. in the workplace, etc. So yeah. we need to make sure that we have uh, diversity in the workplace, diversity in other facets of life. And yeah. that these numbers are going to inform us whether or not we're actually achieving those goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's quite, uh, it's quite contentious. Because uh, I don't know if you know, but the way the national, and this is kind of politi- political economic, 
the way finances are de- divided yeah. in the country, national revenues, mm-hmm. one of the factors is population. Right. So when you go to the counties, guys are like, hey, 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 Leo, what yeah. That's why they've been saying go to your rural yes. home to be counted. So you be counted yeah. so that the numbers can increase for your rural area. Okay. Yeah. But I thought there was a push to change that from just the numbers to something more, I don't know if I can say concrete, in terms of de- developmental needs. Is that purely based on numbers? What an area needs development wise? For example, if you compare, say, central Kenya to Turkana, mm-hmm. and I'm going to assume central Kenya will have more people than mm-hmm. Turkana. Mm-hmm. So, but if we look at it strictly on development, mm. I would say Turkana is more in need of mm. development well, due to historical neglect, etc. So, is the basis then for the distribution of monies to counties based purely on the numbers of people residing in those counties? And, and I'm sure because it's already been said that you should go to your village to be counted. Mm. At some point, you're going to come back. So, mm-hmm. does it? No, people, so, okay, if you look at, I don't want to get too technical, yeah. but I hope this is kind of, I just explain a little bit. Yeah. The way the national revenues are divided between the two levels of government, the yeah. national and the county, mm-hmm. is on a formula that's generated by the Commission on Revenue Allocation. Right. Um, the first formula was, uh, the parameters was population, land area, yeah. an equitable share, yeah. poverty incidence, and equal shares. Right. I think, did I say equal shares before? No. You didn't. I hope not. <laughs> um, so, and then each of these factors has yeah. a weight. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. Uh, weight, the highest uh, uh, weight was with population. Mm-hmm. Because even these these, um, these factors are proxies for other things. So, if you're going to say Central Kenya is more uh, developed than Turkana, yeah. you see it in the numbers because yeah. people tend to migrate to uh, higher areas with high yeah, development. Areas, yeah, higher development. Yeah. Um, but then you see another factor like land area. I think it had about eight percent was also a big factor. So mm-hmm. you see Turkana, it's huge. Right. So it's getting a lot of money because yeah. it's a huge place, and a place like Nairobi or Lamu would be getting less because of the size. Right. Um, so all these factors are kind of proxy figures for yeah. how revenue is shared because uh, you want to make sure that the money is where the people are and where the development impact is going to be greatest for the people who live there. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's it's important. Population is important. But if you see, um, and that's for a place like Kenya that's not very data rich. Eh? We don't have a lot no. of complicated uh, data that we collect that would help us to fine tune the revenue sharing formula much mm. better. Mm-hmm. But the CRA, uh, by, led by my friend, Dr. Jane Keringai, <laughs> shout out to Dr. Jane Keringai, <laughs> Uh, she uh, is beginning to get our pro- uh, propose a better, more nuanced formula yeah. that doesn't include a population index. And there are other factors. So they have like, I don't remember exactly, but there's like, um, uh, I think poverty is there. Yeah. Uh, factor of poverty development is in there. Yeah. Fiscal responsibility is there. Actually, yeah. that was the one I, I missed in the first one. There's a, a fiscal responsibility, uh, responsibility yeah. a factor. Um, and then uh, then you start dividing based on sector. Then you say agriculture should get this, health should get this, um, mm-hmm. education, oh, not education because that's not fully devolved, but um, the different devolved responsibilities will mm-hmm. get that. Um, it's interesting though because even if I give you money and I say I'm going to give you based on agricultural 
factor, you as a governor or the 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 county government don't have an obligation to, to spend it that as way. agriculture. You spend it as because you have the free reign to yeah. to. But then it's just kind of like an indicative prompt by the national government saying we're giving you X amount in agriculture. Mm-hmm. It might be why, because we think we should use this in agriculture. Yeah. But if you choose to use it for music, <laughs> yeah. you use it for music, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious how much of this data then goes on to inform the government in terms of provision for social services. So, for example, I don't know what the number was in the last census, but the number of women-led households, mm-hmm. single-mother households. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that is something that is captured and then how that goes ahead to inform mm-hmm. policy, especially when we saw there was that big incident with the MP who was kicked out of parliament because mm-hmm. she brought her baby into mm-hmm. parliament. What? And she was, she was doing two things. She was making a statement about working mothers mm-hmm. and their lack of support, in especially when they have young babies whether it's in the workplace where they work or their ability to return to work because they're looking after mm-hmm. young children. Mm-hmm. So how much of that then is being captured by the census people and makes government then say, okay, so for example, there's 40% households that are led by women only. So how can we then, when it comes to policy making, either in terms of education, childcare, healthcare, property, even this huge thing where government mm-hmm. is saying mm-hmm. we want to build houses, mm-hmm. how many of those are being deliberately mm. set aside for s- so you see that's led. why it starts becoming also a political issue yeah yes it depends on the questions that are being asked, asked in the census and i really hope that uh, the last census i don't even think i was here or i didn't participate maybe i was it i don't remember 2009 <laughs> but um they do they're supposed to collect all this information because this information is supposed to in- inform public policy so, yeah. it's also support uh, supposed to inform business yeah so yeah. in public policy if you find there's an area that has a lot of women led households then the hospitals should have more women focused uh, social so, uh, deliver social or health delivery um uh services yeah they should have they should like the the services that are provided in a particular region are dictated by the people who live there, live there and yeah. our census is the one that helps you collect that information yeah same for business um any person who uh is really um involved or uh wants to find out about what services to best deliver in our population should mm-hmm. look at the KNBS data. Ah. Because if you want to put, a, if you're Coca-Cola and you want to put a distribution center somewhere, you look at the numbers, you look at the numbers of businesses there, you look mm-hmm. at number of restaurants and bars and stuff like that, and then you put a distribution center there. Yeah. Or if you, otherwise, if you just put it anywhere, like who's ever, you look at the transport, who's ever going to drive there to get, yeah. you know, what's the access to I infrastructure? I didn't even know that so, it was an application. Yeah, um, so if you want to open a daycare yeah you look at the demographics and say how many of children under a certain age, age are there in this area yeah. how many women are working how many of people would need this type of services are they able to pay yes. do they earn a certain amount of, of money, money. Yeah. and then now you say okay this would be a, a good area to open a daycare or whatever it is so this information is is like it's a treasure trove yeah. data data by the way is a new oil eh? yeah so this if it's used well yeah uh it can really help to fine-tune some service delivery in the country. So I'm, I'm really excited actually about the census. We've actually grown. Eh? We, in, I think 1989, we were 15.3 million. Imagine there was a time we were 15.3 million. Yeah, I think for the longest time in we the were country. 20 million. For the longest time, I think when we were young in primary school, I remember 
the population was always yeah. 20 million. That was GHC. Yeah. And then we went to 21 million. Then we went to 28 million. Then we went to 38 million. Yeah. Uh, and, and now, now I expect 50. we're going to be, yeah, I don't think we'll reach 50. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe we, should, we can make a bet. <laughs> I don't think yeah. we'll reach 50, but I think we'll be in the high 40s. Is there a problem with a growing population like ours? Is there a point where we say, okay, there's too many of us now. We need to talk family planning. You need to call us. <laughs> yes. They want to call. Yes, I do. Well, no, I, think, I, mean, I think there is. I think... There's only a problem if you don't have matching service deliveries to, yeah. to serve those people. So if you're seeing your your population is growing higher, yeah. but your economic, uh, the money that you're raising as a nation, your GDP is low or not growing at the same rate or a rate that matches the population growth, then you have a, a problem. That's why you see some countries, people are, there are no... There are no facilities or services or or jobs that can that people can do in a country. They start, you know, Migrating. flying, uh, swimming through oceans to, to get, get to places where they can get those opportunities. Yeah. So it has even it has uh, implications on migration. Yeah. Uh, re refugees. Yeah. Yeah. Do refugees get counted during the census? Yes, everybody gets counted. Even if you're here for as a holiday. As long as you're within the borders, yes, you get counted. Yes, everybody in these borders will be counted. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really. But if you're born, if you're born. On the day of the census, you're, you're not, not counted. counted. But you if you die, you're years. counted. Yeah. Really, if you die, you're counted. Yeah, because you've been using resources all this time, <laughs> so they count you. That's so interesting. I saw yeah. this joke where someone was like, "They should just take the number of birth certificates I know, and, uh, death, <laughs> and, then and just subtract, <laughs> and then be done." But you but know, then you can get you can only that's just getting the numbers. The numbers because there's much more information, more information that is that is gathered, which is interesting because I don't know that people have really understood you know the one thing that i often fault our government for is that they do not give information mm. as to why they're doing and why it's mm. important to do it mm. and usually all of these exercises are you know backed up by a threat if mm. you don't then there's a consequence mm. for doing this but we don't understand like you've just described the value if i'm interested as a business person mm. in doing a biashara in wajir yeah. I, it would be good to know Yeah. How many people are there? How many people can afford what it is I'm peddling or selling? I shouldn't say peddling. Yeah. It sounds like drugs. Um, <laughs> but it, and the other thing, it's, it, that's a good point you raised, Sophie. It, but it, on the other hand, it's important for the government to make sure this information is available. Right. And available in a format that everybody can use. Yeah. Because before they used to have the census and then I think they big, give a big book or something <laughs> of the information. So the information was not generally accessible. Yeah. Uh, they should digitize and make sure that information is available on... Um, on uh, online on on all the media me you can be sure when the numbers come out there's going to be some, because remember yeah. the 2009 one was de rejected yeah, they were like was. we do not believe this one yeah. <laughs> they rejected it because there's a lot of political implications of course the politicians are seeing voters and what that means for them in terms of yeah. power and access to money like you said yeah. But for the people we are interested in, you know, we're interested in resources, availability, mm -hmm. access, and all of those things. And understanding that is 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 crucial. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting time. I, I think there's a lot of anxiety about the security of the process because it's happening later in the evening. Mm -hmm. And like for me, whose husband works out of town, if he doesn't make it home in time, I'm concerned about opening my door to. Yeah. 
these guys, you know. Yeah. So there's that. I'm also concerned about the question, especially for tribe. I don't know if it is a vital question to ask because people are saying, what if I'm multi-ethnic, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to. How do you? Like, they, do they do fractions? <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. that, that's an interesting one. I, I actually was thinking about that this morning. Yeah. But interestingly, uh, one of the questions on the, is going to, on the gender issue, there's yeah. going to be male, female and intersex. And intersex, yeah. Uh, in a country that, and intersex, I, I, what I understand it's to refer to people who are born with both sets of genitalia. Yeah. So I guess you have to, I, before you had to pick, parts, but now, yeah. yeah. Um, but then I think that's also a little bit borderline gray area when it comes to LGBTQ issues. Yeah. And maybe a leg in for LGBTQ, whatever. It, I, I think there's <laughs> I somewhere there. Yeah. Um, uh, issues to be discussed a little more in depth in the country and the, you know, that discussion to happen. Because yeah. right now in Kenya, it's like, it's 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 illegal, right? Is what, it illegal? LGBTQ? Yeah, to be uh, to be non. By, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're is. not male or female, I mean, you have, well, I think the intersex. Or you can't be this, gay or homosexual. Yeah, you can't be homosexual. Uh, uh, yeah. But I think the intersex has been recognized at least by the courts. Yeah, and they're saying that people should be able to identify with whichever of those genders they feel. Yeah. Biologically, biologically, but no, what there about was there was a biological part. Yeah, there was. I think because there was a huge case about this person who was intersex, and he said he was female, but biologically he was male. But I think the courts allowed him to pick the female because that's what he said he identified. Yeah, with. but then so, he, because he, but also, but wasn't it because he also had he had both? He uh, has both. So he has, yeah, he does. So that one at least there's no grounds for like saying you know you're either or because biologically, physically, yeah, you manifest as both. But then you know when you're homosexual, you can you're be born bo as a male, yes, but you identify as a female. So, so now that's that is trans, not rec that's not recognized. No, in that's Kenya. trans. One of the trans, the T. Now trans is when you actually physically. For surgery to become yeah. the other, and then I guess the question is: Can are you? What are you? Are you intersex then? Because you are uh, male and right. became female. I don't. I don't know. I get so confused with a lot of those disclassification the classifications yeah. even even people in that group don't understand the <laughs> because there's so many like the the one that's i there's one that's non i don't there's so they, many i don't know what the spectrum means is, yeah, yeah it's really wide and yeah because queer is a specific thing it's a specific yeah? thing and so i think maybe kenya is making some some yeah, maybe some the something making some inroads in for. identifying yeah the intersex so yeah. that, that's probably a step that yeah. we can we can all applaud. Um. But the, the other, you said something about population, and I think there's, there's also an implication in terms of the demography, I mean, the, the, the electoral boundaries and stuff like that. Because if, um, you know, in the Urban Areas and Cities Act, um, population defines whether you're a city, a municipal area, or town. Okay. So if you're a city, you have to be 250,000 people. Plus. No, 500,000 people or more. If okay. you're a municipality, 250,000 people or more. If you're a town, 10,000. Okay. So you can see in more towns starting to spring up, more municipalities starting to spring up, yeah. people trying to get status as cities. Yeah. So that also um, financially, in terms of the national revenues and resources, that also starts to have impacts because yeah. you have um, the ability to manage yourself, to have a board that manages the mm. urban area and things like that. So yeah. I think it's, 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 um, it's going to make change if, if, the, if the numbers have shifted in any other way. And this is the first census af after de devolution. Yes. Yeah. yeah so let's is. see how it's going to affect 
the new framework, the evolution yeah. framework that we have. It's definitely interesting. I, I know that one of the questions that is being asked is the number of wives yeah. somebody has, mm. which is interesting because it seems like, again, the, I don't, like, I, I keep going back to this. I don't know if the census questions are gender sensitive or, you mm. know, if there's, because asking the number of wives assumes that you're talking to a husband. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. what happens if the woman doesn't have a husband? Is she less significant so it will be really interesting mm. once that data is collated and yeah i think it's not really judgment i think when you're collecting data it's just data doesn't judge it. yeah but but, the, but there is there are challenges with the actual collect collection of that data itself yeah uh because there are some areas you know men can't go into a household uh, some uh, certain tribes yeah. or religions they don't just allow a man to be in a household so you have to send the women uh some places they don't give the women the right to speak, speak. yeah some places you can't count children because that's a taboo if it's taboo so yeah. you have to only count the ones that are there if there are some hidden ones they are you not going to be counted them. yeah um some danger zones yeah. How do you go into a place that's maybe high incidence of terrorism or, 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 yeah, banditry or whatever it is? Yeah. You need security. Yeah. Um, places, infrastructure, how do you get there? And that's why it's taking a week. Yeah. The crime thing, the crime factor has been my main concern. Yeah. And you've been seeing a lot of these WhatsApp messages going around yes, there of yeah, like, of, make sure he has this, make sure he has this. But I'm like, how easy is it to get into the estate re reflector jackets and maybe you put a no i'm like you know you really have to be vigilant yeah um and it can i think i'm i would be interested to know i i suspect unfortunately that there's going to be a high a lot of crime a lot of robberies happening mm -hmm. during the period because just people just don't know and you, you just say we are coming here to do census <laughs> and you find a thug entering it's it can be of concern especially if you live in you know you're in a single house mm -hmm. space in your compound i mm -hmm. think if you're in an estate you're more or less you can be more or less yeah. secure in knowing okay yeah these people are legit because mm -hmm. there's many of us anywhere you can raise the alarm if need be but yeah i think if i lived alone in my house somewhere in the bundus mm -hmm. i'd be like can i send an sms you know i know. just tell you how many we are but here's an interesting thing how how can this census process change to reflect the you know we keep talking about digital and mm. advances in technology i think in places like the states i think they do their census by mail mm -hmm. if, if i'm if i'm correct like you get a mail something in the mail mm. you jazz it and you send it back mm. of course their postal system is you know quite advanced yeah. uh, we don't have a lot of people don't have a post yeah. postal system but yeah. What are the opportunities, given that we keep, I mean, we keep touting M-Pesa as one of the things that has reached so mm. many Kenyans, this, regardless of where they live and the income levels. Is there a, an opportunity to leverage on technology in collecting this kind of data and counting people in that way? I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I think for us, first of all, even though M-Pesa reaches a lot of Kenyans, doesn't reach all, all Kenyans. Yeah. Um, and then you do have to, it will cost you to send Same. that, yeah, because mm -hmm. you have to have a charged phone. And we take that for granted because, yeah. you know, but we you have to charge phone, you have to, might, maybe you might need to have a credit in your phone unless maybe there's an arrangement that comes to between maybe M-Pesa or the service yeah. provider and the government that they will pay for all SMSs based on yeah. census. 
Um, yes, our, our postal system doesn't hold <laughs> up. Uh, you have to be literate. Yeah, and then also it, I think the factor of having someone there to kind of verify and see yeah. is also important because people can put anything. In the thing. Like the, the thing of saying, if you want, if like Kipia wants their numbers or any county, uh, but yeah, wants yeah. their numbers up, they can be like, you guys, put your, every put yeah. five, 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 even though you're one, put five, you know? Yeah. So the data I don't think would be very reliable. reliable. I'm not sure how they do it in the States. It would be interesting to see. Um, or in other places. I don't really hear about census in other countries. Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's as controversial in other countries. <laughs> Maybe in more, in more in developing countries where the systems for collection and yeah. equitability are not... It's not uh, as... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think in collecting the information, they're using like a, a tab or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing that. I heard that they're... Yeah. So, but one thing I'm, I'm worried about, Sophie, is that, you know, when they're coming to collect the data, yeah. they're coming like a gang. That's the thing. They're That's coming the, the numerator, Sidri, the village elder, Sidri, <laughs> the... the yeah, I'm like, how many guys are going to be, are they going to be in my house? Exactly. I'm so, not comfortable with that. Guys are like me, I'll be by the door. Uh-huh. Ask your questions. I know. <laughs> Just open a And then they draw seat. on your door, surely. Yeah, you feel like you're, you're marked for something. I'm like, it's like the Passover. Like, yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like this number. What does it mean? You know, we're going to be carried away and thrown somewhere in some camp. I know. Yeah, so th- there's a lot of anxiety about that because they keep, I think the the minister for security has been insisting that the enumerators will be people you know, they'll be from your place. Because there was a concern in some areas that these jobs, because it's a job, mm. but these jobs are being given to outsiders. Mm. And why not uplift the people in our community mm. by recruiting us mm. and we know each other? Mm. So he came out and said, yes, the people, you'll know them. But that works in places like towns and municipalities mm. where it is small. In a place like Nairobi, I for sure will not know who is coming. Mm. Even if it's my neighbor, I mean, I live in a place with 500 <laughs> people, other homes, you know, I'm not going to know like, you're my neighbor, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I'm concerned if there's, fifth, there's five people in my living room and I'm just there with my kids, like... Yeah, maybe they should probably stand outside, eh? They should. One, one or send, I don't want them all in my house. Yeah. And then there's a the question of what if you're not comfortable answering a certain question? You know, like, for example, if they ask your husband, how many wives do you have? And he has another one that like, she's not told me about. Come me talk on the side. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or if you don't want to answer the question on tribe, can you be like, no. I'm, I'm Kenyan and you know if there are questions I think maybe they should have another or like a preferred not to say you know how yeah, they say preferred yeah. not to answer yeah. yeah maybe if I'm intersex and I've not yeah. come out and said it now yeah. I'm here in public and I'm being asked yeah. are you intersex and I'm like I don't know can I mm. say that so you see even the, the other political thing is like these things of oh the Kikuyus are the most who is the, the who is, is the, the Kalenjins are who the less is, yeah. the, you know and, uh, but it also does help in terms of marginalization, marginalization. Yeah. you know, how many of the marginalized tribes are actually able to get uh, positions in government or in, in business or, how, you know, how, how are they able to uh, thrive in our society? Are yeah. they thriving or not? I think we can, we can safely say they are not. I, I, I saw a recent article in the paper that said you know these are the four tribes that dominate all mm-hmm. of the civil mm-hmm. service so yeah. and it's the same four of course i'm like mm-hmm. doing. <laughs> yeah, so Luas, Luas, Kalenjins, the rest mm. so yeah i i think we already know that there's there's no equity in you know jobs allocation in mm. resource allocation in mm. service allocation mm. but i don't know if then once we have this information if these uh 
determined effort to redress it or mm. it's just like hey we counted and this is what we found and anyway too bad we've devolved so <laughs> <laughs> so you know talk to your governor i don't know yeah. if there's something more that can be done by either the national government or the county to to redress those inequities yeah, i mean you know the, the the first step is getting the data yeah. now that you have the data you have to use that data and to push yeah yeah, yeah. Um, definitely in terms of uh, the parameters of health service delivery or education objectives that data is gold yeah, yeah? but then us on the on the other side of the equation the business owners this. are we using that data we're not i can we're tell not. you i have never even yeah. known that i can go to KNBS yeah. and be like can i would like to see in this area in, in west pokot i'm trying to open to, a business mess. who what are the people yeah. doing there and i have never even known that that was a thing that could be done yeah. you know yeah I just thought that was one of those agencies that is closed off yeah. to the public. Whenever people say census they just think oh the number of the people. The number of people. Yeah. But no, there's a lot more that's collected. Yeah. Um and it's a treasure trove and I think, you know, now should fertilize that data. Yeah. yeah. I like the opportunity for civic engagement and if it which it does. Mm. And a lot of people have been talking about it. So and people have been asking the questions like why is this important? Mm -hmm. If you ask me this question, what is the relevance mm -hmm. of that question? Mm. So that is that is great. I think um one of the things that social media has really been impactful in Kenya is raising that civic mm -hmm. engagement mm -hmm. and people are asking more critical questions mm -hmm. of their government. Mm -hmm. And and I hope I'll be able to ask those questions if they come to my house today I'll be like why why are you asking this question yeah. like what But they might not know. They might not which will be sad if Because they don't I don't think they enumerator. I don't know how well empowered yeah. or educated on the census itself is. Yeah. I imagine they're young guys. They're young people, yeah. You know? So they might not have the answer. Yeah. But maybe they might, they might surprise yeah, us. Yeah, they, they might surprise us. It yeah. would be wonderful if they did. Yeah. Or if they could refer us to somewhere where we could yeah. get the information. I think also of the opportunity for these young people in in doing a job like this. Mm -hmm. This is like first level market research, you know. Mm -hmm. Getting this kind of information yeah. and yeah. I, it's it's exciting for them i mean if i was an enumerator i would be i would be excited about yeah. going to you know people's yeah, homes be and scared. be like hey, enter someone's house <laughs> but you're coming with somebody else and yeah. you know, it's an opportunity to engage and be like mm. you know you know how it is in shaguna taka chai yeah. and then it's how many chais <laughs> how many chais can yeah because every house you're like oh too much and you can't say no because you know in our culture I wonder if the enumerator can be like can i use your bathroom That's then it. all of them are like ata sisi tunataka kutumia be like ah, i'm charging <laughs> yeah 100 shillings per person <laughs> yeah i mean what if they find you at dinner time i wonder if they catered for something like that for the bathroom simple. use yeah just for because they have to use yeah, yeah at going, some point they're going around for so many hours i guess they're, are they going to they're going to start and then like do it all night it's all night no but they expect people are they someone going to come to my house at 3 a.m no, to count me no of course not so let's <laughs> say they start at six maybe until eight or nine mm. i mean at some that's point that's why it, it can't be done indecent. it just can't be done in in one in, day okay i didn't days. know that it was a week i mm. thought two days and i don't know how many they have sent on the ground i think two days are the official days yeah and then there's going to like for any other issues to be addressed yeah. they might continue some follow-up yeah. yeah what do you do if they find you in the middle of dinner do you offer for them food uh, like, maybe just put dinner <laughs> put dinner on hold okay i guess if it's just two hours i hope they would have eaten and done all of that by then but then you saw how matiangi had said it was going to that we closed all bars did you see there was a whatsapp thing I that was around guys were like hold my eyes si bibi yako na bwana na bwana anajua bibi na bibi yako na watoto na watoto si wanajua baba si lazima ni ikue <laughs> you know what i loved it was those guys from busia like 
as we are going to UG to paint. Um, we'll catch up later. Yeah, yeah. Ati bars are closed. They are just crossing the border. Like yo, yo, there's a drink on. So I, I think Kenyans are just comedians. And you know when you hear people say that, you have to at least appreciate the the few freedoms we have mm-hmm. in this country to mm-hmm. be like. Mm. What do you mean? Like you know that we can even say me, I'm going to UG to drink. Mm. You know, in any other place, they're like we've closed the borders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> borders be have military be, yes, you will be met uh. with severe. You're just like breathe, breathe. I can text you my details. Breathe. But yeah. It, First of all, did you just say the N word? I did. <laughs> You know, I've been watching Insecure and it's so... Welcome to Chop Mouth. I know. This is, <laughs> this is a conversation we have to have. Oh, but... Insecure is the bomb. But anyway, we'll talk about that. Next yeah. Day. And it's coming back soon. I love it. So, yeah, censors. Here we go, Kenyans. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned about anything like we are or have been? Or are you like, let's do this. Let's count. Mm-hmm. It's important. You know, it's our civic duty to be counted because it means mm-hmm. something in terms of service delivery, it will be improved. Yeah, so I hope if you didn't know uh, some of the things that we discussed today, that you're well enlightened and that you have been counted. You know, this episode is coming out after yeah. the census. <laughs> that you've been counted and that you'll be able to follow up and see if you can get that in, the information that is has been collected for your personal use, for your business use, um, and just to know more about our country. So, yeah. Let us know in the comments, like our page, uh, follow us, subscribe. What are our pages? Let's tell our listeners our pages. Our pages, uh, we have a chop, um, everything is at chop my own, maoni, C-H-O-P-M-A-O-N-I. We have a Facebook page, we have Instagram, we have Twitter. Uh, This, of course, you listen to us on YouTube. You can subscribe here. Um, But yeah, I think that's where we are right now. Yeah, and that's all. That's the only places you need to find us. Yeah, more soon come. (laughs) Soon come, come. More. (laughs) Yes. Alrighty, it's been fun. Catch you on the next episode. This is your host, Sophie. This is Wangari. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye.